all you have. You are now tuned in to Parker Swayze. So just sat back and ready to play. Let me take your thoughts far, far away. Now let's hear what Darth Vader has to say. We would be honored if you would join us. What's up, fellow Star Wars fans? How is everyone doing today? I hope everyone is doing well. If this is your first time to the show, welcome. We really appreciate you stopping by and checking us out. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. This is our third season of the show, and we are super excited about it because this is the season that we will be covering Darth Bane, Path of Destruction, the first book of the trilogy. You probably guessed it. We plan to do the whole trilogy. So season four and five will be the rule of two and destiny of evil. Just to let everyone know that the Darth Bane trilogy are some of our favorite books. But before we start, I just wanted to give the new listeners a quick overview of what we do on this show. Basically, we listen to a chapter of the book, say some funny comments, you know, talk about it, just discuss the chapter that we just heard. That way, we can find out more about what's going on in the Star Wars universe. Plus, we cover some news, rumors, and other cool stuff that we've heard about in the community. But the main content we focus on is the books. Season 1, we went over the Dawn of the Jedi. Season 2, we went over Revan, and we had a blast doing it. So if you haven't had a chance to check them out, you can always go back and do that whenever. But this season is all about Bane, his rise to power and the creation of the rule of two. So I want to give a quick recommendation before we get started. You gotta watch the new Inside IML video on how they created and set up the Razor's Crest for the Mandalorian. It is an awesome insight on how things are done in the creation of Star Wars. I will put a link in the show notes. Now let's get to some news. As a fan of the Star Wars series, The Mandalorian, I am very excited as Disney leaked some images from the show season two. Hence, Disney is the one who leaked the images. Among the leaked images, one features every Star Wars favorite fan character, Baby Yoda, who appears grim and then seems to be aboard a ship. In a few other images, the ship itself is sailing across a vast ocean. In other images, the Mandalorian himself is aboard the ship with another masked person. Fans across the internet are excited as the images are the first visual snippets they have gotten from the new season of the show. If you haven't had a chance to see them, check them out on our Instagram. We have posted them over there. Okay, real quick. If you follow us on Instagram, you might have seen that our page is gone. We got hacked from what Instagram is telling us. So for a safety of the Star Wars community, we deleted that account. We have started a new account and the link will be in the show notes. Plus, we have jumped on the TikTok bandwagon. So we will be posting over there as well. That link will also be in the show notes. Now, before we get into the first book of this trilogy, I need to give a shout out to one of the best authors in the Star Wars universe. Drew Carpachin, he wrote Revan and all three of the Darth Bane books in this trilogy. He is one of my favorite authors. Remember, if it wasn't for him and other authors that write Star Wars books, this show would not be possible. So please support them by picking these books up. I will put the links to the books in the show notes. Okay, we got a book to start and I just can't wait anymore. So here we go with the prologue of Darth Bane Path of Destruction. In the last days of the Old Republic, the Sith Followers of the Force's dark side and ancient enemies of the Jedi Order numbered only two, one master and one apprentice. Yet it was not always so. A thousand years before the Republic's collapse and Emperor Palpatine's rise to power, the Sith were legion. Lord Khan, Sith Master and founder of the Brotherhood of Darkness, strode through the gore of the battlefield, a tall shadow in the night's gloom. Thousands of Republic troops and nearly a hundred Jedi had given their lives trying to defend this world against his army, and they'd lost. He relished their suffering and despair, 
Even now, he could sense it rising up like the stench from the broken corpses scattered about the valley. In the distance, a storm was brewing. As each flash of lightning illuminated the sky, Korriban's great Sith temple was momentarily visible in the distance, a stark silhouette towering over the barren horizon. A pair of figures waited in the center of the slaughter, one human and the other Twi'lek. He recognized them despite the darkness. Cordis and Kopej, two of the more powerful Sith Lords. Once they had been bitter rivals, but now they served together in Khan's Brotherhood. He approached them quickly, smiling. Cordis, tall and so lean as to appear almost skeletal, smiled back. We love bringing you more Star Wars, and it is because of our partners that we can do this week after week. So we invite you to be one of those partners. For as little as a dollar a month, you can help us keep this going. Your support will give us the ability to create future episodes, as well as provide you with the best sounding show on your playlist. And to express our appreciation, we will give you a shout out on our mid-series show that we do in the middle of every book. You will also be automatically entered in all future giveaways. All you have to do is go to the show notes and click that listener support link. Now let's get back to the show. This is a great victory, Lord Khan. It has been far too long since the Sith have had an academy on Koriban. I sense you are eager to begin training the new apprentices here, Khan replied. I expect you will provide me with many more powerful and loyal Sith adepts and masters in the coming years. Provide you? Kopej asked pointedly. Don't you mean provide us? Are we not all part of the Brotherhood of Darkness? His question was met with an easy laugh. <laughs> of course, Kopej. A mere slip of the tongue. Kopej refuses to celebrate in our triumph, Cordes noted. He has been like this all night. Khan clasped a hand on the hefty Twilik's shoulder. This is a great victory for us, he said. Korriban is more than just another world. It is a symbol, the birthplace of the Sith. This victory sends a message to the Republic and the Jedi. Now, they will truly know and fear the Brotherhood. Kopesh shrugged free of Khan's hand and turned away, with a flick of the tips of the long leku wound around his neck. Celebrate if you wish, he called over his shoulder as he walked away. But the real war has only just begun. So this book starts off with the date this conflict is taking place. Drew tells us that it takes place a thousand years before Palpatine's rise to power. And after a few hours of research, I found out that it happened in the year 1010 BBY. Who am I kidding? I looked it up on Wikipedia. It took me like five minutes. But Drew also let us know that there was a lot of Sith at this point. But these Sith were the followers of the dark side, not the Sith species that we heard about in Revan. You know, the ones with red skin and face tendrils and all that stuff. He also let us know that the Sith have just won back one of their homeworlds of Korriban. This is where we are introduced to Lord Khan, the leader of the new Sith and the order called the Brotherhood of Darkness. Okay, I thought I would just take a moment and give a little background on each of the characters Drew is talking about in the prologue. So who is Lord Khan? Khan was a male human Jedi master who served the Jedi Order before defecting to become a Dark Lord of the Sith and the creator of the Brotherhood of Darkness within the reorganized Sith Empire. Now we have Cordis. 
Cordis was a human male Dark Lord of the Sith who was one of the highest ranking members of the Brotherhood of Darkness and a supporter of Khan, a tall human with a cruel demeanor and a taste for luxury. Cordis was the founder and headmaster of the Sith Academy on Korriban during the final years of the new Sith Wars. That's the words we're talking about. Then we have Kopez. He was a male Twi'lek Dark Lord of the Sith who lived during the final decades of the new Sith Wars. A former Jedi, Kopez turned his back on the Jedi Order to join the ranks of the Sith, becoming one of the first members of Lord Khan's Brotherhood of Darkness. He spent much of his time at the forefront of the Brotherhood's campaign against the Galactic Republic. Now that we have known a little bit about the characters, let's move on to some more of the chapter. Lord Khan was relishing in the sorrow of the Fallen because of the battle on Korriban. This is when he sees two small figures a distance away. He knows who they are before they reach him. This is because of the way they look. Cordis with his tall features and Kope as being short and stout. They used to be enemies, but now they both are a part of the Brotherhood of Darkness. Khan asks Cordis if he is excited to be opening the new Sith Academy on Korriban. Then he says he can't wait to get his new Sith from the school. Kopej asks, what do you mean your new Sith? You mean the Brotherhood's new Sith? Khan quickly responds by saying it was a slip of the tongue. I can already tell this is a lake of gasoline and all it will take is a match to ignite the war between the Sith Lords belonging to the Brotherhood of Darkness. Cordis tells Khan that Kopej doesn't want to celebrate the victory. Khan responds with, this is more than just a victory. Korriban is the symbol. It is the birthplace of the Sith. Okay, wait a minute. I thought that Dromacos was the birthplace of the Sith. Wait a minute while I look this up right quick. Okay, it says Korriban, known as Pesigam, and also known as Morban in the time of the Clone Wars, was a sole planet in the Horus system, located across the galaxy from the Chorus Major. It was the original homeworld of the Sith species, and sacred planet for the Sith Orc, housing the tombs for many ancient and powerful Dark Lords of the Sith, and contains immense dark side power. Well, I guess it is. But Khan goes on to tell them that the victory on Korriban reveals to the Republic and the Jedi that the Brotherhood of Darkness is a real threat. And that's where we're at. Hey, let me ask everyone a quick question. What do you think would be the best day to air the show on? We thought Monday every week would be a good day. You know, give something good to start the week out with. But what works best for you? I know we can't accommodate everyone. We don't have the manpower to do a show every day. But we would like to hear your thoughts. If 10,000 listeners all say Friday and there's only 200 listeners that say Tuesday, we will probably pick Friday. Shoot us an email letting us know your thoughts. Our email address is sway.audio at gmail.com. The link is in the show notes. But I think that's it for this episode. Tune in to chapter one to find out what happens next. Thank you for listening to Sway. Join us next time for more Star Wars adventures. If you would like to listen to other episodes of the show, you can find us and subscribe on your favorite podcast directory. If you enjoyed the show, we would greatly appreciate a five-star review. Once again, thank you for listening, and may the Force be with you. Sway was created by Keen Eye Shit and is a production of Pick Film Media. This show was produced by Quentin McDaniel, sound designed by Theodore Thompson, researched by Tammy Turner. I am your host, Kyle, and we will see you next time in a galaxy far, far away.